It's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party Podcast. I didn't mess up the intro this time. Who are you people? <laughs> Congratulations to Pan. He did yeah, it. Congrats. Yes. yes. Who are you people? I'm Nolan. Hey, I'm Jim. And we have a guest today. Who is this person? Hey there. I'm uh, <laughs> It's uh, Chad from Lootoons. Uh Reviews, top tens, drawing videos. All that fun stuff. Yeah, Lootoons. Yeah. So what exactly do you do on your YouTube channel that you haven't already said by now? Um, well, basically, the long and short of it is, I mean, if you guys are here on this channel, then uh, some something similar to what Pan does is with, um, you know, reviewing cartoons, talking about them, doing, putting them in lists and ordering them, you know, getting flamed in the comments for putting one thing above another, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> for anyone who hasn't watched your videos, which video would you recommend for them to look up first? Um, hmm. There's a video I made recently comparing uh, Frozen with this sort of thought knockoff movie called Ice Queen that, that I'm pretty proud of. Um, <laughs> One of those awful bit. bootleg uh, Walmart movies. Right. Or so it's thought, but it turns out it actually came out before Frozen. And I actually tend to enjoy it a little bit more. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Is it more authentic to uh, the Ice Queen story? Yeah, it's like beat for beat, the Hans Christian Andersen story, basically. Wait, how, how old is it before Frozen? It came out like one year before. Uh, they oh. must have knew about like Frozen's development and they were like, we got to rush this out. Yeah, because Frozen did have a pretty like treacherous development process and famously like swapping out writers, I think, and changing the complete plot to make Elsa like an anti-hero mm-hmm. instead of a bad guy. Yeah, because uh, they came up with a Let It Go Diddy, and then they were like, holy shit, holy shit guys. <laughs> we gotta make the entire movie based on this one song. Basically. <laughs> and now they're just sleeping on giant piles of cash. And Yeah. No, they, they didn't even have... That's why there were no real... No one had an idea what the movie was until like a month or so before, because they were still tinkering with it till like the very end, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if anybody sees any more Frozen stuff nowadays as opposed to like a year or two ago when every like store had something frozen related in there i still see frozen stuff at the walmart i go to damn yeah like i see really is everywhere still like i was at my fleet market like a couple about a year ago and uh there was just an entire table of just some person selling frozen stuff and have a tv that just plays let it go on loop and it's like what hell is this Man, those yeah. those people should let it go. Fuck you. I was going to say that, you dick. Hell has, Sorry. Hell has finally frozen over and it's at the flea market. <laughs> well, the thing is, well, Zootopia actually made way more money than uh, Frozen opening day, right? And I think in general. Um, I didn't know I don't that. Think that's they, still, that's they haven't outgrossed it yet. I don't think hmm. it was it say, opening weekend was bigger. I didn't know that. Hmm. Um, I'm not. Trying it hasn't to outgrossed it yet, though. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Nolan? I'm not. I'm, I don't want to try to make up facts or anything. I don't want to like start a rumor. But it was Frozen the first animated movie to gross like a billion dollars? Because I know it did. I think Lion King was no Lion. Uh, on initial release, it definitely was. But Lion King was re-released. Mm. Um. So sorry, I'm trying to look this up on the box office Muju. Oh no. Muju. Uh, Toy Story 3 was the first anime. Ah, uh, uh, yes. But Frozen uh, 
out uh, outdid it. The critical um, darling. It is it is the highest grossing animated film worldwide of all time. But with um, Zootopia making so much money, I wonder if that's gonna like be oversaturated like Frozen was a year ago. <laughs> well, there I was at Target much. the other day and I saw my first Zootopia like toys in merch and I was like. So it begins. Yes. It's never going <laughs> to end. Time, time to indoctrinate some new furries. Oh, no. Yeah. Of course, yep. I loved Zootopia like a billion times more than Frozen. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a little bit more okay with it. But the oh, Frozen yeah. saturation for a while there was quite unnerving. <laughs> yeah. Well, it might just keep be because I feel like more uh, Zootopia seems to skew a little older than Frozen mm-hmm. in terms of like Frozen's more little kids. And I think yeah. little kids still like Zootopia, but I feel like. There's not that obsession with Zootopia. It seems like the people who are obsessed are um, a little older or, you know, or at least it feels that way. I don't know. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Big Hero 6 didn't really take off. Like, you don't see much of anything of Big Hero 6 right now at all. Yeah, I I thought it was going to. I think they kind of, uh, that did suffer a bit from, because when Frozen merchandise came out, they didn't, like, because they weren't fully advertising it to what it really was to like right before it came out most people they didn't know how well it was going to do necessarily so they didn't put out enough merchandise and target and kmart got like tons of like where is our where is your frozen merchandise and disney got a lot of shit from retailers so when they made big hero 6 they kind of overdid it with merchandise so i think that didn't help because they almost oversaturated because they're like okay well our bad guys will yeah. be prepared this time and it kind of like I, I think it might have even hurt it because i remember going to target and i was like i hope this works guys because yeah <laughs> you're really putting everything out you're gonna have to buy back all those honey lemon action figures that no one wanted <laughs> called the fuck out i mean like so basically like frozen killed one of disney's own movies essentially I mean, so, I mean, Big Hero Six. I think it did fine, but it just wasn't a phenomenon no. like those others. You know, I so. mean, the movie mm-hmm. was basically typical origin story for a superhero, and also like Iron Giant, and that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck spoilers, I guess. But the ending where uh, Bamax is like, "I, <laughs> I go, you, you stay. No yeah. following. No following. No yet. following. Bye, hero." I mean, it's it's good at doing the basic superhero origin story thing. It's actually, but it's just, we've seen so many of those recently. I think it doesn't really excite anyone at this point. I mean, I think that, that's why Deadpool succeeded, because it was still an origin story, but um, it was edited in a, in a way where you start off with him as a superhero and you slowly learn how he got his powers. Yeah, right. it's a little more fun and jokey and mm-hmm. all that stuff. For Big Hero 6, the origin played out, seemed like more like, they watched like the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man and they're like, okay. Yeah. Montage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Family relative dies an explosion. Yeah. Uh, there's a montage of them trying to figure out their powers and then they have powers at the end. Her- Hero goes to um, some kind of like wrestling thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Which he kind of, he kind of does do. To, oh, yeah. to test everything out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one of the uh, plot lines. Well, one of the plot lines cut from the from the movie because there were a lot of ideas that they had that they scrapped. But there's a TV show that they're m- making, like a cartoon series, and I'm sure I feel it's going to be better as a cartoon series since mm-hmm. they can expand on all those other ideas. Yeah, it totally will. I I really hope though that they go back a little bit and don't pick up where the movie leaves off 
because I think a lot of the fun could come from like getting those characters to like learn their suits a little bit more in something less than a montage or something more than a montage. Yeah, because all we saw was a. I don't think Honey Lemon or um, Wasabi did anything at all. Yeah, <laughs> not no. much. No. Yeah, no. Um, they, <laughs> Honey Lemon had the most useless power of balls. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> there were of different chemical elements like nitrogen and oh, oh wow, and oh sodium. wow. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. More elements than Avatar: Last Airbender. <laughs> you mean that classic Shyamalan film? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I think they made up. a pretty cool cartoon about that. Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was calling my mom today and I was talking to her about movies we saw and she was like, oh, I like the Avengers. Oh, and that other movie we saw. And I'm like, what movie? And she goes, oh, you know, with the little the boy who could bend air. And I'm like, mom. Oh, no. Mom, stop. Ooh. Oh, dear. And she's like, I really enjoyed it. I'm like, mom, please. <laughs> I was at a half price books and I bought the manga of The Last Airbender. Like it's the it's a manga based off the Shyamalan movie based on the cartoon series. Wow. So, I mean, it's pretty much beat for beat the same story as the movie, which is pretty beat for beat the same same story as the season 1. So, it's just like how much more can you water this down? <laughs> Jesus. No, no, a manga novel adaption, a light novel adaption. Uh, yeah, well, it's an American-made manga, so it doesn't really count as manga. Unless it's Japanese. I'm still surprised that movie made so much. It made, like, over $100 million. And it, no, it made, like, $300 million. Or Yeah, worldwide, yeah. The yeah. budget was $200 million or something like that, Ooh. and then it made, like, $300 million worldwide. Oh, so it actually, yeah, so it kind of made money, if but it just... Yeah. The, it was so badly received. They're like, let's just, no one's going to see this. Let's just, keep, let's just stop. People keep making rumors that it's going to, um, I'm not Shaman was signed on to do another one. And then it just is like, please no. I think he, I think he was, but, uh, yeah. And I, I think I've heard some scary rumors about that as well. I don't think they're going to bring it back. Cause it just, it was like so badly received. Like I haven't seen a movie get like killed like that. <laughs> like in front. I mean, you'd think like, someone would do that to the transformers movies but they make enough money that it doesn't matter but like air last airbender like everyone was like let's just wash our hands of this this is yeah i mean it looked so cool from the trailer when i saw it like it looked like how a live action avatar would look like and the rest of the movie was crap yeah, like, the kid looked perfect yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and designs the- and costumes yeah it was perfect and then we learned he couldn't act no yeah yeah i mean you know the story that it was just some kid who uploaded a video of himself doing martial arts online in an avatar costume yeah as ang and they I, somehow Shyamalan saw it and just said hey you want to be in a movie i'm gonna shave your head kid <laughs> and his parents were like wait who are you <laughs> Oh no! I, I hope he doesn't end up like Jake Lloyd, you know, from uh, the Phantom Menace, the kid. Oh yeah, so Avatar. What the the reason why Jake Lloyd ended up the way he was was because Star Wars was so big. Like, yeah, that's, and it was that's so. True. People have forgotten Last Airbender. Nobody cares. No, I'm sure the fans of Avatar still remember. I I, I barely Never I forget. Don't, I no, I was a huge fan. I was so disappointed by that movie. I don't care anymore. But like, <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just a funny movie now to me. But like, with Star Wars, that was like 
That was like the uh, the the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. That <laughs> oh no, Jesus. that that was like yeah. And Jake and Jake Lloyd, Jake Lloyd's face was painted all over that bomb. Oh. So like all the people who are, are an allegory for the Japanese that were bombed, they were like, he did this. It's the, yeah, he, he's the reason why I'm horribly disfigured and burned. It's I mean, cinematic he, equivalent, I guess, of that. His face was on all the action figures all the toys like his face was everywhere like he was like so famous that summer and even because most of those stores it took them forever to get rid of that crap (laughs) it was like two or three years later and then you know people don't just watch a star even if you hate a star wars movie most people see them three or four times so then you're you not only hate it when you see it in the theater you're gonna hate it when it comes on vhs and then it took another year to get on dvd so it's Mm -hmm. like every year someone got a reminder for like three to four Five years how much they fucking hated jake lloyd it was like it just didn't stop but then yeah. apparently he has like serious mental issues um and things because he's in a he's in a psychiatric facility after his car chase thing i honestly <laughs> feel bad for the kid like fucking of course he probably got like so much flack and like and never probably stopped and that probably takes a toll on people well he, he he was doing a few conventions i believe like maybe five or six years ago and he was an editor like he was editing so which i never found out what he was editing i was always curious like <laughs> what is was he just editing weird things he did at his home or his youtube poops yeah his youtube yeah, he was making phantom menace youtube poops <laughs> i mean you know what though if he did i bet you he would have a huge following like why doesn't he <laughs> yeah. do that now this is pod Oh, that'd be great. And you could just talk about how he never liked you and McGregor. Like he was like that fucking <laughs> asshole. Never liked. But I, I hope he get. you know, he just seemed like really kind of pessimistic and angry anytime he'd do an interview. And I was like, geez, yeah. maybe you should just stay underground because it feels like you're not. But he also is really rich for doing something he probably barely remembers at this point. He just gets that little royalty every now and again. Yeah. Well, you know, Star Wars movies still sell a lot at those collections so i bet you he gets a he lucas was nice about giving them percentages so he probably still gets a piece and can buy a nice home for himself and i think that probably warped him Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. that sucks i think when he dies he's gonna say remember me not for phantom menace but for jingle all the way Ah yeah. Oh, he was the kid. Yes, he was. That's right. You know, it'd be funny if if he was fine with Phantom Menace, but like if someone brings that jingle all the way, that's when he like hulks out. He's like, "What did you say Triggered. to me? What Triggered. the fuck? Did you say what? What's the action figure in that? Uh, Captain Turbo Man. Tur- yeah, Turbo. He's yeah. like, did you fucking say Turbo Man to me, motherfucker? I will fucking end you. <laughs> you don't even know. Darth Maul taught me some shit. Uh, you know how long I had to stay with Sinbad on the same acting set? <laughs> no, you don't know what it's like hanging out with Sinbad. Those jokes are not funny and he does not stop. <laughs> okay, here's one thing that really bugs me about um uh, the movie Jingle All the Way is when Sinbad puts on the that stupid costume, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he becomes the bad guy from yeah. the lore of the action figures. Yeah. <laughs> and what he does is like he extends his fist outward and he presses a button and it shoots his fist, his robotic fist out and it punches Arnold Schwarzenegger and the fist comes back to his hand and functions normally. So I'm thinking that he actually sliced <laughs> off his own arm just to get that <laughs> mechanical arm to work. Wow. And, and, and by extension, just to get a fucking action figure. Yes. He was yeah. dedicated. One of my favorite lines here, you can have this. 
but but don't you want it? No, I've got the real Turbo Man at home. And I'm like, oh, oh man. <laughs> How dare oh. you? That was a sweet scene. You totally That's would still want the, want the toy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would be like, fuck my dad. Seriously. <laughs> like, he thinks like, oh, boy, now my dad gets to keep the Turbo Man suit. It's like, yeah. yeah no. And then he's disappointed. And he's like, well, now I don't have a fucking action figure. Great. Thanks a lot, daddy Thanks piece of lot. shit. <laughs> this, <That's> so- <laughs> this is bullshit, dad. This really is pod racing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> He never, he never could quite nail what pod racing was. Nobody knew what pod racing was. Well, pod racing is really an abstract concept. He just like keeps like he kept saying that when he get older. You know, he he'd get really drunk. He go, now this is pod racing. <laughs> he'd he'd you know, finish having sex. You know, the with best thing though girl. to come from the prequels, in my opinion, anyways, is the N sixty four pod racing game was yeah. great. Yeah, yes, that was a good game. Although, you ever play the arcade version? Oh no, yes. I haven't. Okay, the arcade version was freaking bullshit because first off, you had to sit in this chair and you had the levers on left and right. And uh-huh. depending how far you push each lever, that's how much it propels the car. So if you want to go forward, press both forward at the same time. But if you want to go mm-hmm. left, you have to have one forward and one back. And it's really confusing. Like, just give me a steering wheel. Yeah. Oh, man. But everywhere, like, I would always see that one arcade game, that or Cruising USA, if anyone remembers that. <laughs> Oh, they still. I still see Cruise in USA in like movie theaters. I love Cruise in USA, but now they've been taking it out for some Fast and Furious ripoff of Cruise in USA. <laughs> Although, what's crazy is though that Fast and Furious game they ported it to the Wii console, and uh-huh. they just they didn't have they didn't want to pay the license to use the Fast and Furious name, so they just called it Cruisin. But it still has like Vin Diesel's face on it. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's just some bald guy. Wait, so it won't. Went from a Cruising USA ripoff with Fast and Furious name on it to back to Cruising USA. Yeah, like they don't want to pay the license. Wow. I mean, you have like uh, Bing. Uh, what, what's the opposite of diesel fuel? Uh, oh. <laughs> what are other forms of uh, fuel? Um, uh, being regular. I, <laughs> regular. Unleaded. <laughs> being unleaded. Um, ooh, ooh, you could go uh, Steve Jogger instead I'll of Walker, rest in peace. But anyway, the next video is good. Gonna be either top ten current cartoons or the cell damage review that I haven't uploaded ever. So I don't know in the comments. What do you want to see first? A, a review of a video game that's like Twisted Metal but with cartoon characters, or five current cartoons like a countdown video? And I vote for that other one. What's the game called? Cell damage. Cell damage. It's like um yeah. If you ever played Twisted Metal, the car combat game. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, but it's like uh came out like 2002 on the Xbox and GameCube where you play as these cartoon characters and they fight each other and all the weapons are like super cartoonish and like inflated looking like a giant bat are they like licensed characters like it's like timmy turner and and like johnny bravo or something no i wish it was just a bunch of made-up characters like some demon Uh, and goth girl and uh, i was about to say that sounds amazing like a smash bros with like licensed cartoon characters driving like death cars yeah the only notable character on there was this character named Foulmouth. he's like a 30s black and white gangster but he's voiced by the same guy who does the voice of mario and luigi uh charles martinet it's amazing what like all you hear about with charles martinet is mario but he's also done like a fucking dragon from skyrim and then like this and poor guy 
That's all he's gonna. That's all he's gonna get credit for. Please, I don't want to do the voice anymore. Please, <laughs> I did other things. No, <laughs> I don't want to voice that stupid Mario movie that's coming out. Oh, wait, news wasn't. There's no Mario movie, but news. You, you guys want to get into the news? Segway. Segway. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is CNN. News. Well, first off, I just want to say we have the Fan Chunk playlist. If anybody has any videos related to Rebel Taxi or the podcast, link, uh, send them to me at rebeltaxi at yahoo.com, and I'll put them in the Fan Junk playlist list below. Speaking of the Fan Junk playlist, Uh-oh. there's something coming. Oh, hang on, hang on. That's all I'm saying. We also have the DeviantArt, the Fan DeviantArt, and Fan Reddit in the description. But yeah, something's coming. We're going to do a... There's someone who tried to chop my head off, and he's going to be on the podcast, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <sighs> hopefully. Our edgelord. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, news. I guess because of all the Angry Birds, Ratchet and & Clank, and Warcraft movies coming out. Well, two of those already came out. Nintendo has said they want to self-finance their own animated movies. Kind of like uh, what what Ubisoft is also doing because they uh, funded their Assassin's Creed movie, which there's a trailer out and it has music by Kanye West. And it's getting a pre-order bonus. (laughs) I don't don't know. What's sad is I don't even know if you're joking or not about the pre-order bonus. Nope. I'm not. Hold on. Let me, I'll go pull it up. (laughs) Are you serious? Did you hear about the Assassin's Creed movie that most of it doesn't take place in the past? So it takes place in the present. Darn. They're doing like, the little twist thing right up front. What do you mean? Wasn't like the twist of the game that you were like in some laboratory modern day? Oh no, you uh, I think you opened the game like that. So oh, you, okay. you're already aware that you're working for some laboratory and they extract your DNA or something and that takes you to your great 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 ancestor who they were a, an assassin at one time and they jump and they kill people. Colonel.com is allowing me if you pre-order Assassin's Creed for $15. Movie tickets? Yes, you can get a script of the Assassin's Creed movie, the official digital copy. Oh. Um and for and for $40, you can get a movie ticket plus a t-shirt plus a watch plus the, the script. Jesus. Wow. This is bullshit. You can just find the transcript for free for any movie online ever. For $50, you get um a special edition Assassin's Creed kernel crate. And wow. then it just keeps going and going up to uh, um, $1,200. What the fuck? Um, for for $100, you get an autographed picture of Michael Fassbender. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yes. I really care who that is. So you can pre-order. You can pre-order stuff. They say it's a sweepstakes, but it's really just like pay this much money to get stuff. They're going to Michael Fassbender me over. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to get as much money out of this thing as they can. Because, oh, I mean, it's also coming out against Rogue One, so... What? Oh, come on. This is... That's a failure right there. I yeah, mean, that, that trailer is awesome. No one's going to see... I mean, it's... During Christmas holidays, families are going to want to go see Rogue One. They're not going to see... Assassin's Creed is like everything sold out or something. You know? Yeah, that's how... That's what uh, the Alvin the Chipmunks movie tried doing, which I think the only movie that did succeed was uh, that Will Ferrell movie, um, Daddy's Home. Yeah, that made a lot of money because of that. That was in theaters for so many months. Like, I remember uh, March, around March, it was still in theaters, and that came out late December. Yeah, no, it did. Like, they're going to make a sequel to it because it just kept making money. I know. It's, I'm just like, how did this make so much money? Of With all John Cena! Oh, yes. I don't know if you guys Memes. saw the movie, but 
Oh, that's I didn't see the movie. That's oh, how yeah. it ends? A John Cena meme? <laughs> no, <laughs> basically. He, he's like the third daddy or something. The third the daddy? Is that the sequel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are making a sequel. I don't know if they're going to make a sequel based on that joke. Or... The third daddy. Well, I mean, if I mean, you gotta. You have to. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to if, like, if totally gonna... retcon the movie in order to take John Cena out at this point. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. I can't. That's. I'm kind of sort of excited for that. But they, you know that that uh, happens where you have a huge hit movie and people are, since they're at the theater, they'll see a poster and then they'll be like, oh, you know what? I'll come back next week. And that happens a lot. Like they'll just suddenly like the uh, reverberation effect happens and another movie ends up making a lot more money because of it. And so Daddy's mm-hmm. Home, I think that definitely helped it because people were like, wait, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg are in one movie? I'm going. <laughs> hey, no, they were in, a, that's the second movie they were in. Remember the other guys? <laughs> yeah, but maybe there are a lot of other guys fans who are like, shit, we got to come back. <laughs> Finally, a sequel to this movie, yes. <laughs> Five years Internet later. has been in an uproar about the other guy's sequel. Oh, that re- oh, that's also happening? No, I don't know. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, but... Yeah, Nintendo is self-financing their own films, and they're going to be mostly animated because they, well, they, they're leaning towards animation. And they're going to have more self-control on the actual project instead of just handing it over to some jackass and make the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm both um, excited but also kind of concerned because the last, um, like, there's been a lot of issues with Nintendo products recently because Miyamoto has been exercising so much control. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do, um, do you, like with the current like work staff at Nintendo, do we really want the Nintendo movies the way they're probably going to be? Probably. I guess the closest thing we have to compare is those Pikmin move, um, shorts that were released. Yeah, um, I know there was also an Animal Crossing uh, animated film, but that was never released here. Yeah. The trouble with, or what scares me anyways, uh, personally about the Nintendo licensed movies is like, it's a really slippery slope for animation, like animated movies, characters to catch on and then just like blow up and burn out. Of course, the example being Minions, like you give an inch with the Lego movie getting successful and then they take a mile with like emoji and Playmobil movies. And it's like, <laughs> uh, help <Yeah>. me. <laughs> well, I mean, assuming like, I mean, Angry Birds, that was going to be success since that's a big property. But Warcraft, that's not as big to like mm-hmm. normal people. So I'm thinking if that's successful like all these other video game movies will just start coming out kind of like how in the 2000s all these superhero movies came out after x-men and blade i mean i've i've heard that a lot of studios are waiting like have a movie that they can pretty much announce but are waiting until after warcraft comes out to announce anything is kind of what's been what i've heard for a while so i think if nintendo is planning something to my from what I've read from reports and stuff, it's probably further along than they're letting on, but they just want to wait until like maybe around July 4th, we'll start hearing more or, you know, it depends on how much Warcraft makes, but it's also coming out the same weekend as the conjuring Two, And now you see me too. So it's not like a weekend that's like per, it's not like a weekend they have all to themselves. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how, I mean, I'm kind of wondering if maybe it has enough enough fans that maybe it could make a sizable amount of money, you know, that might work out for it, but probably not. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping with that uh, Warcraft movie, like, first off, will dubstep be included in the actual film? Because it's in the trailer, dubstep music. 
in this medieval fantasy world. <laughs> Second, um, I just want Leroy Jenkins to show up at some point. Oh, that'd be great. Please. <laughs> let it happen. Come on. Oh, why? Like, just because just, just of the meme? Or? Yes! It's classic internet. The Warcraft fans would... That would appreciate that, I bet. Oh, in Warcraft, I thought I thought we were still talking about Assassin's Creed. No, <laughs> no, fuck that shit. That would be the most random request ever. Like, can we get a Leroy Jenkins joke in this Assassin's Creed movie? That's not even the same franchise. <laughs> Isn't there one in Wreck It Ralph? I think maybe There's... in the. I think there was a graffiti wall that said that. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I'm just praying, like, please. Leroy Jenkins, please show up in this film. Do the thing. <laughs> oh, it's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or... do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, my God, he just ran in. <laughs> I mean, it's classic internet. It's not going to be outdated. It's it's like, you know, it's it had its time, and people still remember it fondly, and it's like, you know, a stamp of quality at this it's point. It's still funny. Yes, it has to happen. <laughs> I mean, I gotta watch you, that again. If you want to ruin the movie, I guess you. Could it's not gonna that. ruin the movie. It's gonna make it better. It's remember that scene in X Men Three when the Juggernaut actually says, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, it's the Juggernaut, bitch. Oh, where they reshot that just so they could have him say that? Oh, really? Like the focus test was like, no, nah, I don't like this scene. But because they had <laughs> shot most of it. And then the I'm a Juggernaut bitch thing came out, and they're like, we gotta go back. And I was like, mm, oh, man. No, no. <laughs> yes. X, man, X-Men 3 is, like, so fucking work. Brett Ratner ruins everything. It's hard to watch. <laughs> Jesus. I remember seeing it, and I barely remember anything except uh, some some Cyclops guy getting blown up and... Uh, uh, Xavier dying or something. I don't remember shit from he that. He gets like vaporized, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think they've kind of retconned that one away. <laughs> Hopefully. But Jesus. My favorite scene in uh, X3 is uh, at the very end, like at the like after it's, it's all done, like the last few seconds of the film, it just shows Magneto, who has no powers right here, and he's just sitting on a park bench playing chess, and he's just oh, yeah. reaching for uh, a chess piece slowly, and he's just reaching very slowly and like you, you you think he has powers but he doesn't but for like a one second for one millisecond you see it like the little chess piece twinge a little bit and it says directed by this guy that was the end <laughs> oh yeah i remember that, that was funny. <laughs> like remember that thing where we took his powers nope it kind of reminded me at the end of uh batman v superman of um, oh yeah they show a coffin and you see some you think that person's dead but you see some dirt starting to rise it's like directed by Zack snyder both of those things would be so much better if they did the inception thing where you see the same scenario see the top and then it just ends you don't see like a little indication like i think the superman thing and the chess piece thing would have both been cooler just leave it Uh don't do the don't do the thing. Oh, I thought you wanted to have the Inception. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a part of both of those movies. Yeah, after Inception, well, I think Dark Knight started it with um, what's what's the composer? Oh, Hans, Hans Zimmer. Hans yeah. Zimmer. Yeah, he started. Now every trailer has to have that that fart noise. It's everywhere. Whew, but uh, you want to get into the next news? Okay. All right. So. Remember Disney Infinity, the video game where you collect all these little figures and uh, you put them into something and then materializes in the game and you can play as those characters? 
Yeah, kind of. I do. Yeah, well, uh, Disney has decided to shut it down. Uh, the, the, the upcoming Alice in Wonderland and Finding Dory movies will be the last uh, updates for Disney Infinity with figures. And Disney has decided to completely shut down the developers Avalanche Software and lay off its 300 employees. What's strange is also um, Avalanche Software were the people who made all the movie license games for Disney. I mean, like uh, Toy Story 3 and I forget what else. But um, I guess they're just going to license out their games to other companies now. Have any of you guys played Infinity before? No. No. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Nobody played it. Well, I mean, like, Skylanders became a huge thing with all these collectible figures, and Nintendo's doing it with, me, uh, what's it called, me, um, Amiibos? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I'm thinking, like, we're going to hit, hit, reach the saturation point where everybody's doing it, and now it's starting to lose steam. Kind of like what happened with all the rhythm games back in, like, 2010, when everybody yeah. was making plastic in- instruments and... A Guitar Hero game was released every few months, and now nobody cares. Well, I think the difference, though, is that, like, with Guitar Hero, it was, like, peripherals are pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and and they're not universal or whatever. There's not, like, a universal use for them. But with, like, figures, it's like, oh, they're, like, figures, and you can play games with them. So it's kind of like, you know, it's collectible stuff. So Figures are great. I actually have one, even though I've never played the game. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's like you can buy them and you don't really even need the game and they're not that expensive. Mm -hmm. So it's basically just like, you know, oh, hey, um, here's a figure you can buy, but it also works with a game if you want. Cool. Okay. I mean, I don't see that really hitting burnout because like... It's just like that's like saying action figures would hit burnout. Well, I don't know, because like you just see like big sections of anywhere that sells video games to have those uh, figures. And I feel like, I don't know, eventually it's just going to oversaturate itself. There's going to be too much and no one's going to want these anymore. Like I feel, I don't know, maybe Nintendo would be next and Skylanders would be last since they started it. I don't know, but like I'm kind of disappointed that there were never any Gravity Falls uh, figures, but... I believe yeah. you can drive as one, as the golf car from Gravity Falls. Oh. I think there's a location based on it. I mean, they just started doing action figures for Gravity Falls, but they're not fair. They're kind of ugly. I don't oh, like. yeah. A lot of the yeah. Gravity Falls merch is pretty suspect. Yeah, it's kind of sad because... Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> it took this long for them to get figures out, and the show is already over. So I think that's going to... We're not going to get any more than that. No, probably not. Which is a shame, too, because with the Disney Infinity, like, setup where it's kind of just like a third-person roamer, like, how cool would that be? Go to Gravity Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Sell itself. Yeah, this was basically supposed to replace all their licensed games. Like, instead of doing a Force Awakens video game, they just had a Force Awakens update in uh, Disney Infinity. Mm. And Lego Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Well, that's different. I mean, that's a different company doing those. But I guess now we're just going to get, like, actual movie licensed games, because... They they kind of died out because nobody makes movie license games anymore. They just make like uh, promotional apps and that's it. Like, there's, yeah, yeah. Where, where's the Captain America Civil War video game or why is this the only Force Awakens game is the Lego game, right? Yeah, and the, the updates in Disney Infinity. Like that's kind of weird that we didn't get like a normal Star yeah. Wars video game. But they did kind of parallel Battlefront with it. That's and yeah, that's. Kind of. I was kind of hoping more companies would start doing this Infinity thing, like maybe Warner Brothers. I mean, they have Looney Tunes, uh, the Justice League, and I guess Cartoon Network also, if 
That's mm-hmm. sort of part of Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network just should do a thing. I don't know what format, but like they used to have that game. It wasn't that great, but uh, it was like Fusion Falls or something. Yeah. Something like that yeah. on console that's like a super awesome like open world game where you can like put the characters together. Almost like a Kingdom Hearts thing would be cool. Yeah, it would be so great. Like, remember the Cartoon Network City Bumpers? Yeah. No, what was that? Those, those were so good. Wait, you don't know about this? Okay, so in, back in 2005, during commercials, they would have bumpers of the characters living in this one city and always interacting with each other. Oh, oh, yes. And I'm just thinking, like, that would be perfect for, like, one big crossover video game or something. I always think of the one where... The only one I can really remember, actually, was, like... Where the uh, Megas XLR would like race the mystery machine and then it would just go like morph and just fly away. And like the whole like mystery gang was like, well, fuck. Nice going, Fred. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are a few crossover games like uh, that, that Smash Brothers clone, uh, Punch Time Explosion, and also a racing game, which the racing game for Cartoon Network is completely broken because no matter how far you get into the lead of first place, the, uh, the game would automatically uh, adjust the difficulty so that the opponents would always be like 20 feet behind you and the game just turns into a humongous clusterfuck of just people throwing items everywhere and it's one of those games where you think you're about to win like you're in first place and like one little slip up just puts you back into the last place doesn't sound very rewarding no i mean i don't know what other things would work as crossovers but yet just warner brothers would be perfect they'd have some of the old like Don Bluth stuff could be fun. Did Space Jam? No, Space Jam did not include any DC heroes. Like, that would have been perfect since they're both owned by the same company. I mean, yeah. And that's my idea, which they should pick up. Yeah, but yeah. they I don't I don't think they they did and they were it was just Looney Tunes. And they didn't even include Tiny Tunes or anything. They didn't get weird with it. Except for uh what was the girl bunny? Lola. 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 Yeah, she was the only, like, new... Well, there were a couple new characters, but there was just kind of the core Looney Tunes. They didn't, if you did it now... would be even less weird, though. I think they would put more references, because that seems to be more of the millennial nostalgia, mm-hmm. is more reference-heavy. I mean, you know? I think they would put, um, make more use out of the Warner Brothers, I mean, the, I mean, the Animaniacs, and also the Tiny Tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they'll do that in the newer ones. If this new one actually happens, we'll see. You I, mean, know. I guess it's not old enough to be that nostalgic yet. Uh, at least it's not the the Tiny Toons. Or... Tiny Toons? It's over 25 years. Damn. So you could do it. Then why have, why have they abandoned them? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, they, they're not even playing on TV. They stopped I don't playing think they're on that TV, well like, known to people that aren't, like, big animation fans. To 90s kids, yeah. yeah. I bet my parents have no yeah, clue. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like only a certain particular demo knows who the tiny tunes are because they not only did they end it they just didn't air it anywhere after like i think it stopped being aired anywhere right when 2000 hit like you could never see it so you really have to remember it although actually on the uh, hub channel they started airing um uh tiny tunes and animaniacs so at least that had a reruns on there Wait, the hub channels? Oh, like at the end or? At the end. Well, I mean, now it's Discovery Family. Yeah, but like airing on the hub channel, that's like it played on my TV last week. I mean, that doesn't <laughs> doesn't help. Nobody watches that channel, but they, they try to make it successful. Yeah. I mean, they had My Little Pony and... <laughs> Did they have that, any other yeah, that, 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 that is their big thing. Yeah. I mean, that's still airing, sadly, not Dan Versus. I mean, that was also a great show that sadly didn't catch on. Oh, Dan Versus, yeah. No, that didn't catch on. Oh, yeah. I remember Hasbro tried to capture lightning in a bottle twice because when they were, they were making, like, this new um, Care Bears TV show, 
uh, the whole, <laughs> yes. yeah, the CG Care Bears TV show, they made a press report, like, I guess it's on some news site saying, we're hoping that fans will uh, love the Care Bears just as much as My Little Pony, and the fans will call themselves Care Bros. Oh Wait, they goodness. they came up with a name? Yes! You can't do that! They were desperate to capture lightning in a bottle again. Well, I will say that when I was a kid in the 80s, it care, it like, like little girls who are both into My Little Ponies would also be into Care Bears. So I understand where they're coming from. Because those it felt like there was a lot of cross-pollination between the two fan bases before the newer incarnations. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. they thought like, oh, we can have a crossover and all this stuff. But like you can't – don't say Care Bros. Like that's not – you can't do that. I'm sorry. Like don't do that. Let, I'm happy that never let came the, to fruition. Let the fan base come up with a name. Like you don't do that. That's – not cool. I mean, Not they were cool. desperate. Just like, please, come on. This has to be a hit too, right? Come on. Wait, did that show air, the newer Care Bears? Oh, yeah, it aired. I mean, I can link below to the uh, the Care Bears news article where Hasbro was like, yeah, Care Bear, Care Bros is going to be a thing. You just wait. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have Care Bear conventions and Care Bear fandoms. It's going to be, it's going to happen. <laughs> and it never did. People could call it CB. Oh, oh my God. I just came up with a great idea for a podcast about Care Bears. You could call it CB radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't give anyone any ideas here. If anyone wants to use that, you have my full permission, but I want some credit. Like say, and Jim came up with this, but I'm never going to watch Care Bears. So I'm kind of wondering, like maybe somewhere out there on like the deep side of the internet, like there has to be like some tiny fandom for the Care Bears and they only have like 30 members. (laughs) Maybe Obama forced them to go onto the the dark internet. He was like, we just can't have that on the mainstream internet. The public can't handle it. It's not for everyone to see. No one must know of this high society. But that, that's the three main big societies, like the Illuminati, the Care Bears, and I don't know what, what the third one would be. The, the, the Stonecutters. <laughs> the 2015 exclusive Care Bear reboot fandom. I love well, it. Well, the, the, the Care, Bear, Care Bear reboot fandom controls everything that happens with the Care Bear <laughs> reboot. It's just that that has no power. So they're just like, they sit around near a card table and they go, see, you know what? This joke was like, isn't going to work because I don't know any names of the Care Bears. <laughs> what are their Do names? Do they have like? names or are they just like Heart Bear and like Rainbow Bear? I think so. I don't know anything. Is it like Star Tummy and Pink One? I don't. Maybe they just have names like Tim and like Joey. <laughs> Tim and Joey? <laughs> That's the... the... <laughs> That's the reboot. They're all like, like, hey, Chris, how's it going? Yeah, I went to work. 401K's getting up there. I've been working for a while. Yeah, you know, how's it going? Oh, and they all have Brooklyn accents, like from the 70s. That's my yeah. reboot. It's like That's really gritty. How's she doing? She's like, hey, I want, a pe- I want a slice of pizza pie. Hey, don't look at me that way. I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll fucking knife you, you stupid bitch. I'll show you some Karen. My hair's all matted. Jesus, fuck. I don't know. This is what the fandom wants. Yeah. Yeah. All 20 of them. <laughs> Whoa, it went down by 10 in five minutes. I'm like, someone in the comments is going to be like, how fucking dare you? I'm part of this fandom. What the fuck? And they go, how could you name check my podcast, CB Radio? We predicted it and it'll happen soon with probably CB Radio. I don't know how we got onto this topic. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Disney Infinity's dead. 
I'm kind of expecting all those Amiibos and Skylanders to eventually fade out too, and it'll be a product of like, wow, remember 2013 and how amazing that was? <laughs> those things would probably be worth a lot though. I hope not. It just feels like Nintendo's purposely not supplying all these things and causing a, a demand like what they did with the Wii. You know, like um, back in 2006, everybody wanted to get the Nintendo Wii, but they couldn't supply everybody. And it was in such high demand that people were just like fighting for it and mm-hmm. getting in long ass lines, arguing and stuff like part of me. I don't know if, if it's like if they're serious or if they really can't um, supply these people or is, it's all part of their plan of just yeah. like, causing a high demand. Pulling a McRib. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the McRib. Have you guys eaten the McRib? <laughs> yeah, and it gave me a lot of gas. I never did it again. <laughs> I mean, the, the sad thing about the McRib is uh, in my cafeteria back in high school, like, they would serve something very similar to the McRib. And the only difference, it didn't have the barbecue sauce. And I'm thinking, like, wow, all these people are arguing over the McRib. And they just basically serve this crap, like, every week during lunch. <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of fools. It's something strange. Neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters! Uh-oh. You guys want... I'm triggered. Uh-oh. What happened this time? Uh, wait, should I? I, I, I guess that? so, since I'm not really knowledgeable on what happened. Oh, okay. oh, 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 did you want to say it, or should I say it? Um, well, basically, well, from what I know, James, the angry video game nerd, made a video saying, I will not review Ghostbusters, I refuse. And he just goes on video saying, calmly explaining, like, yeah, this reboot is like tr- trying to take the name away of the original Ghostbusters. And I don't know, when I saw that, I was like, I kind of felt like he was an old man trying to figure out what a reboot is. He was still- Actually, you kind of put it right, uh, hit it right on the head. Because that's, um, I've had so many friends who are really interested in movies. And then there's like a certain point where some movie comes out and it like puts them over the edge. And they're like not seeing as much stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they start to realize, like, hey, maybe this isn't for me anymore. Like, you kind of age out or your interests change. Mm-hmm. And it felt like like he had, like, not to be an ageist or something, um, but it's like it felt like he had come to that point where he was like, I'm not really into newer movies anymore kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I think he uh, – some people make excuses and say, like, oh, well, as soon as this happened. But it's like I look at it – my dad once told me, uh, he didn't like Led Zeppelin after the first album. Like he just like tuned out and it's like they weren't very good. And I was like, what? Led Zeppelin? Like they have a lot of good albums after the first one. What are you talking about? And it's like mm-hmm. people just make excuses and go. And it's like sometimes you should just go, look, I'm just not into it. But I think he he wasn't thinking about that. But I mean, I don't know. It was a little timing wise. I thought it was a weird way to put out that video because the new trailer came out the next day and then the yeah. next trailer came out the day after that. And there's theories that he knew the trailer was coming out that, that like someone had tipped him off and he <laughs> planned it. Or yeah. the, the one I like the most though, is that Sony went to him and said, look, you do this, but it has to come out the night before so that we look e- even better when we put out our trailers. Cause you know, all the write-ups on those trailers were a lot more positive because he had done that. I don't know. I kind of hope the Sony one's true because I like what that. What the hell are you talking about? This is no <laughs> fucking way is all I mean, that true. I don't think I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to like 
call his credibility. But I just love that story that like they <laughs> they put that much effort into it because that movie is clearly like a problem uh, marketing. Yeah. So, but I was just surprised he, he did that, you know, like I was like, I don't know. I also look at it like, it's like, you remember Fantastic Four last summer? Yeah. I try not to, but we don't want yeah, to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, remember how everybody was like, um, before it was like, how can they have a black human torch? And that's like all anyone talked about. But then when the movie comes out, no one talks about that with the, the Fantastic Four movie. It's just like, man, the plot, like what was up with that third act that came out of nowhere? What was up with this? It's like a different conversation. The wig. And I think, yeah, the, oh, the wig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The wig at the end conclusion part. But then it's like, if I talk about Fantastic Four now and I hadn't seen it and I said, what's up with the black human torch? And someone's like, you mean the guy that was in Creed? The only person who came out of that movie who has a career at this point? <laughs> like, you sound like an idiot. And like, you know, it's like you need to see the movie because the conversation of, for the trailer ends the day that movie comes out and the conversation changes. So it's like, like, I'm not I don't think Ghostbusters is going to be I actually don't think it'll be that amazing. But you you know, it's like the Michael Keaton Batman thing or the Heath Ledger Joker thing or all these things that it makes sense to why you are against it. But you need to put it into context, you know, and I don't know if he uh is thinking about that but you know i if i were him i would just review it and hate on it then and it would probably do a lot better for him but i don't know we'll see so fantastic four was destined to fucking fail every single time it was made into a movie i mean kind of yeah we didn't really explain what happened with james so basically he made this video <laughs> he made this video saying no i refuse i will not review the the, the ghostbusters movie that's coming out and he calmly explains why, saying, basically saying, like, they had all this time to make a, a third movie and nothing nothing gets comes from that until after one of the actors dies. And suddenly there's a new movie that's coming out. What's the deal? I don't know if he, he probably doesn't understand what happened with the development because Bill Murray is the reason that movie didn't get made. Oh, yeah. It's not like Bill Murray, like, purposely made them wait forever and until he eventually eventually said yeah just make it but i don't want to do it doesn't and like he have a, and, like a like an alleged cameo in this movie well yeah he well that's because he he said like he was cool with it being remounted but he does have a cameo he's for this movie but he just was not for the third one that they were planning and then harold ramus it's harold ramus like they had already decided to do this and then harold mm. ramus died so that that part of it, it's really Bill Murray's fault. But I mean, look, Ghostbusters two isn't that great, so no. I, <laughs> I mean, like, didn't like uh, a lot of the crew, uh, the main four Ghostbusters hate each other or something? The actors, yeah, the actors I, hated each other. I, I thought they? that they liked each other, but the thing, even with the first one, is Bill Murray only made that so he could make another movie. Oh, he did that to make uh this movie like no one remembers and it's not even that good uh i didn't see it i forget the name of it but um he like he was never like i think it was called space jam (laughs) how dare you (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would be so funny if it was it was like the movie i really wanted to make space jam no it's um uh the razor's edge like he really wanted to make this movie um which is actually a remake of a much better movie, uh, uh, also called The Razor's Edge. Um, but he, uh, yeah, that's why he did the first one. And he only came back to the second one to just 
because everyone was so into the idea, but he did not want to do a third one. And like for from the early 90s till, I don't know, like 2013 or something, he was kind of just would he would get a script and then put it on his desk and never read it on purpose. Like he just kept delaying it because they needed his approval and he would just not give it until they gave up. So he's the real reason. It's not Bill Murray's fault. The studio wanted to make one for this whole time. It wasn't, you know, I just think they eventually got him to say, go on without me. (laughs) But before he would just go, oh, yeah, no, I'll totally do it. And then never get back to them. He was like a total dick about it. I mean, you know, it's well known. I don't I don't know why he didn't. Yeah know that but i think i also you know a lot of the people who don't want to see ghostbusters they're people who say see five movies a year i don't think hollywood's that nervous about those people because they're like i mean you'll just see suicide squad instead you know you're it doesn't matter i mean they're not what i've been thinking about the movie is like it could pull like a producers i don't know if you guys have seen that musical or or the movie it it actually will make more money because it's been so reviled and like in preparation than it would if it was just like a mildly serviceable comedy. Like the hatred, I think, could actually give it higher sales than it would have gotten because it's like so famous at this point. Like I'm going to see it without question. I'm not even a Ghostbusters, you know, old school fan really besides like Ghostbusters Extreme. But <laughs> uh, I think now I'm going to like have to see it. I'm like I got to see like if this is really going to be as bad as people think. So that's like one ticket right there that they're going to get extra. I mean, we, we yeah. always rag on Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad, and we watch. Well, I watched Batman v Superman anyway, so it was like, fuck it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I saw it, and I knew it was going to be bad. So. Yeah, it's like, fuck this movie. I'm going to go watch it now. <laughs> but like, it'll. There was a lot of pieces written about the angry video game nerd from places that don't write about him, and there were people going like, "Is this kind of a review?" not reviewing something and I don't know I I think it like it went a little too far but I was a little surprised that um him doing that became such a big deal yeah. like it it just it became such a big thing and you know but I think, I think the the last two trailers were a lot better but I still my my issue with it is I don't think Paul Feig is a great action director and it has a lot of action in it so I'm a little worried about that but um I don't know I mean it could just be a whole pile of crap, but then in a year, like Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon could be in a big movie and it'll be like Fantastic Four with Creed and then complaining about those actresses will be stupid, but the movie will be bad or something. You know, it's like yeah. things, time's going to change a lot with this. Just people are a little too, taking this a little too personally just because uh, I think they're realizing they're a little too old for uh there was never going to be a Ghostbusters movie in 2016 that's going to appeal to a kid who grew up with it in the 90s. It's just not no. – doesn't exist now. James's idea, like you talked about how he wanted to have like uh, what Force Awakens did where like he assumed that it would be better if um, they had the old cast but like passing the torch to a new younger generation. Like I guess that's what, what Extreme Ghostbusters kind of was. Yeah. Uh, does well, this – is this movie like a complete start over or does it take place in the same universe as the other Ghostbusters? To my I think it's a complete start over. Damn it. Yeah. To my understanding, it kind of is. But no one's really sure because no one, the people who have read the script are people who can't talk about it. So if they do <laughs> keep it in like the same world, the same lore, like they live in a world where those Ghostbusters also lived, then 
just naming it straight up Ghostbusters seems like an affront <laughs> to everything. Yeah. I mean, they should have just called it the real Ghostbusters and people would have freaked out about it. Well, I guess people would have gotten mad then, so. The legit Ghost. Know. No, they call it the legit Ghostbusters. Yeah, I don't know if you should, though, when you're reviewing something. Um, you can come up with an idea that's better than their idea, but you can't criticize it for not being something that you came up with. So I think maybe he's doing a little bit of that. But it's like the 90s one where Ben Stiller and Chris Farley would have been the new Ghostbusters. I mean, that one's not going to happen. So I wish he had. I don't know. It's a little weird. But does he still do stuff? I didn't know he was still doing stuff. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but uh, the angry video game nerd. Occasionally makes a video game review like once every three months or so. He's, he's like, just kill me, please. Yeah. I had enough. It, it, is he still in, like, does he still do online stuff, or is oh, yeah. he kind of out of it? I'm a little confused. Most of his videos now are just, like, him playing with his friend, Motherfucker Mike. Yeah. Who, mm-hmm. uh, Motherfucker Mike blocked me from Tumblr. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, so... Oh, yeah. James's friend, uh, Mike Matei, they have an official Cinemassacre, that's their website, Cinemassacre Tumblr. And, like, mm-hmm. you assume, like, this Tumblr for Cinemassacre would be about, you know, their videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like... Go to that fucking Cinemasker Tumblr and you'll just see, link below, you'll just see just Mike Matei reblogging pictures of people theorizing how big his dick is. Like, they take photos of him in fully clothed, but they see, like, a lump in his pants and they're like, look how, look how big Mike's dick is. And Mike would always reblog and say, yeah, I'm totally great, you know, like, I'm not even... A- fucking exaggerated here that's seriously what his blog is <laughs> and like he just kept doing that and doing that and eventually i just got fed up and i just reblogged one of his posts and i just said will you shut the fuck up about your dick oh my god and i included a picture of um two characters choking each other it's um <laughs> the brothers from uh mission hill <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and i guess uh motherfucker mike didn't take take too kindly to that and he just blocked me Oh, man. Look, I was doing a service, you know? I was... I I, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm getting sick of hearing about it, too. Yeah, it's like, shut up already. So sometimes I go on, like, the YouTube comments of, like, a Cinemasker video and just say, Hey, Mike, if you're reading this, can you please unblock me from Tumblr? I'm sorry I yelled at you (laughs) about your giant dick and such. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) James still does that, but... Anyway, we didn't really explain what happened. So James makes this video about Ghostbusters and all these news publications or just the Twitters of these news publications start talking about it and just, I don't know, rag on them and, and stuff. And I guess that's what happened. Well, it was a trending topic on Twitter. Really? Oh, yeah. It was like it was because I was like, Ghostbusters, oh, is there a new trailer? Um, and then I clicked on it. It was like, no, <laughs> angry video game nerd. It's not going to review it. And I was like. You know, as I was looking at his Tumblr, there's actually a video of the history of the third of the canceled third Ghostbusters movie, which I I read. I read that whole like uh, premise for it is really, really cool, actually, I thought. But didn't it it just became the video game? right? Yeah, they they, they say the the video game is the new video game on Xbox and PS. Quote unquote, no. (laughs) New. Well, the game came out like five, six years ago, and that's supposedly the what they call the third game one one of the actors i think Harold Ramis called it the third game I, mean, cool. I don't know i don't know well i mean i kind of find it funny that he kind of jump started like this trending topic on twitter i don't know for me when i saw the when i first saw angry video game nerds video on ghostbusters back in like 2008 or so back on 
GameTrailers.com, rip in peace. <laughs> that got me interested in Ghostbusters, and I bought the DVD to Ghostbusters after I saw that. I partially feel he got it trending because, I don't know, maybe for a new generation, that's how people discovered Ghostbusters, people who were fans of him back then. Huh. Mentioned Ghostbusters. Yeah, because he is like him and Nostalgia Critic was kind of like the two big... <clears throat> Yeah, critics that kind of started the YouTube thing. Ooh, is doing something in the background. That is me. Sorry. Oh, okay. But it, I know he did a pretty popular review, just like one of his classic angry video game like episodes of the Ghostbusters video games. Um, yeah, the Nintendo game, I think it was, um, and obviously it was a piece of shit. But he he said he was a big fan of of it also. Well, actually, he made three separate videos on Ghostbusters video games. There were that many. Oh, really? <laughs> but they were all pretty crappy except for the Sega Genesis version. I don't know. It's a big property, and I understand why people... Well, I, I, to be honest, I don't understand why people are upset, because it's like, you know, just move with the times and wait to see something. I guess I was a little disappointed that he said he wasn't reviewing it. Not that I was waiting for his review, but it was, it, it's, it's a little disappointing when you're like, I'm not doing something, and you're like, oh... So nothing just happened? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, what was the point of this video? Just, you know, it's like, he's not going to review it, okay. I mean, you know, I'm not going to see Money Monster, but I didn't make a video out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I'd be like, you know, I just, I need to clean the bathroom. And Money Monster versus cleaning the bathroom. Cleaning the bathroom wins every time, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, but just don't, I think it's just a weird thing that a lot of these people are getting upset. It's the first time a superhero movie or a, a property that they've cared about hasn't appealed as much to them and i think they're taking it in weird ways um because like even the superhero movies all appeal to these to most people but i think these ghostbusters is appealing to more of a female demo and i think there's not i know he mentions that slightly but i think i may be talking more about generally the criticism of it uh yeah but I, I think a lot of it has to do with that or in a way that they can't they, – when they say it's not sexist, but like in a way it's not necessarily pure sexism. It's just like how can this thing that's always appealed to me now appeal to someone else and leave me out in the cold? To me, that doesn't make it a bad movie. It's just like that just happens. You know, It's just like what if, what if it's really good? It just doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. I think that happens. With a lot, of, I, there's a lot of movies I really like that don't necessarily appeal to me. Not everything has to, so mm-hmm. I don't know. But I haven't seen this movie. Maybe it totally appeals to me. You know, it's just I don't think a minute of a 120 minute movie is a good reflection of it mm-hmm. in general. So anyway, sorry, we talked. I've talked about this too long. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that it would continue the series and it would be like you know Star Trek: The Next Generation. For Ghostbusters, in a way, but they're kind of they're going J.J. Abrams and just starting over. Well, there's rumors it might, but, but you know who who even knows? Because I'm sure they've changed it in editing and script, and mm-hmm. you know, from a purely surface level, like I'm so tired of that trend. Just because you have to be like, so yeah, Star Trek 2009 or whatever, you know, and they reboot and just name it the same thing. You have yeah. to like qualify it with whatever year it came from oh yeah it's the only defining trait what year it came out which is, no yeah ninja turtles like we always have teenage mutant ninja turtles and now you have to say which yeah one, the ni- 1990 the yeah. 2008 seven around there well, at and, least with the the sequels we have secret of the ooze and then out of the shadows we it's different so. mm-hmm. yeah 
So, is that all for uh Busters? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Alright, maybe they'll reboot uh, Evolution someday. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it had a cartoon series. It had something, at least. It did. Do you mean, like, the movie okay. with, like, David Duchovny and Orlando Jones? And also um, Sean William it, Scott, I think? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I saw that at a drive-in right before I saw Shrek. <laughs> can't believe that feature. had a cartoon for it. I totally don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. How did why that movie was not that successful to have a cartoon? That's I mean, really. I guess they were th- banking on it to be successful and be the early two thousands uh, Ghostbusters, but well, it, it is Ivan Reitman. It's the same director as Ghostbusters. Oh. oh okay. Oh, huh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Isn't it? Now I gotta look up Evolution, and then of course when I look, look it up, Darwin's gonna come up, and I gotta put two thousand. <laughs> Yes, Ivan Reitman directed it. Well, Pix- I guess Pixels is this generation's Ghostbusters. Oh, no, no. no, no. There's still time for us. There's no, it's time. not true. That made money, you know. Um, it, it made, I mean, not really, though. Pixels is a bomb. Are you, I don't know. I think that actually made some money, and maybe it'll justify a sequel, but I don't know if Adam Sandler will be in it because uh, he's on the, under contract with Netflix to make a bunch of movies for them. Which do really well for them. Yeah, maybe they'll... Hmm. Wasn't there some sequel to an Adam Sandler movie that did not have Adam Sandler? Uh, oh, yeah, I think there was. There was? No, nah, I don't think so. I think there was, like, a straight-to-video sequel of, like, one of his movies where it just, like, had a different actor. Like, sometimes they'll do it with, like, action movies. Which one would they even do that with? Uh, that's so weird. <laughs> I don't know, but speaking of those reboots that just have a different actor for an, for a franchise, like... Have you seen that they made a, a TV series out of both Rush Hour and Lethal Weapon recently? <laughs> yeah. Rush Hour got canceled. Well, that sucks. Already? Yeah. Apparently, I didn't know it aired. And then I saw a thing like Rush Hour canceled. And I go, what? When did this <laughs> come on? That is such a bizarre trend. And like they'll make just like a full TV series. There's like the odd couple in Minority Report. Mm-hmm. They're just like... People like that movie. Let's make it a TV show. With none of the original <laughs> actors. I mean, well, for, then, for Lethal Weapon and uh, Rush Hour, they just, they're just like, yeah, just find some, two people with the same ethnicities as the stars of yeah. the movie. <laughs> You'll, it'll be fine. Well, you'd think if they're going to reboot Lethal Weapon, I would think the smarter thing to do was to make... Um, I'm going to screw up the names. Well, I'll just use the actors is to make the lethal, the Mel Gibson character black and make the Danny Glover character white and switch it. So there was a, so it was like this cool little play on, but I guess that would just be like a million other movies. So never mind. I mean, it pretty much was just uh, any old uh, buddy cop TV series that they just say, Hey, this is lethal weapon, whatever. (laughs) It's about that name recognition. I mean, the first, one was I like the first two a lot, people weapon movies. Mm-hmm. But I saw the trailer. It looked. I was like, I'll watch one if I remember to in September. And no one did. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. I mean, the opening scene's cool, where he like grabs a slice of pizza that's in a briefcase or something. That part didn't work for me, but whatever. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> but seen then, it, but that sounds amazing. But then he walks out, and, like he knows a bomb's gonna go off, eating pizza all slow. He's like, Hey, I'm I'm all cool. I'm a wild, I'm a loose cannon eating my pizza. And then it goes right behind him. And yeah, that's not a joke. That's a trailer. Wow. That's a great uh, scene in Ninja Turtles, I believe. Is it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That sounds like it'd be a Ninja Turtles thing. You guys want to get into the questions if we're all done with reboots? 
I think so. We'll never be done with reboots. Or will reboots ever be done with us? Do you think, like, in a couple of years, like, ten years from now, like, we'll run out of things to reboot? And, like, we'll have no original properties anymore? No, we'll just reboot the reboots. Like, I I I remember uh, a few years ago, Pacific Rim was said to be the most financially successful film that's not animated or based on a previous existing property. And I'm thinking, they won't even give that a sequel, so I'm just, like, worried. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what's going to happen in the future where we run out of things to reboot? I miss oh. just like straight up original movies where like some screenwriter like just wrote it. Yeah, but nobody's like seeing like the nice guys came out this week. And that's, yeah, I heard that was good. That's like fourth at the box office. So it's like, I don't know if like, I know people say that a lot, but no one's really seeing these movies when they come out, even when they're good, you know? So I think you have to have a huge hit because if, if I'm a Hollywood studio executive, I'd be like, well, look, you know, all these numbers say the opposite of that. So why should I even bother thinking anything originally? I mean, that's what Max Landis said when, uh, what's his, what, uh, American ultra bombed. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that, come on, Max Landis. (laughs) I I saw American ultra. Don't flatter yourself. I mean, Uh, yeah, I saw American ultra too because of that whole thing. And I'm like, maybe it is all right, but, I, was it any good? I, I didn't personally care for it very oh. much. Uh, I heard someone describe it as like an edgy uh, indie comic series from the late 90s that somehow got turned into a movie. That kind of sounds great to me. Oh, well, okay. It's not that good then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like an edgy indie comic series from the late 90s that nobody really liked and didn't have much personality. I guess that's the best. Because oh. it's like, it's not... <sighs> It's very much a late August movie. Late August is worse than January most of the time. Isn't that when Suicide Squad's coming out? No, that's early August is 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 good because that's when they put out Guardians of the Galaxy and Straight Outta Compton. But late August is like Hitman, Agent Forty Seven, oh, no. like like you know like the stuff like they don't really give a shit about because they're like people are just going to keep seeing Suicide Squad. Let's just put out whatever Who cares. Yeah, I can't believe um it, like they would make two Hitman movies. <laughs> like they're not connected it's just like they rebooted hitman like what eight years later or so around there yeah like yeah oh hitman agent 47 was really bad so bad <laughs> so you guys want to get into the questions 100 years passed and my brother and i discovered the new avatar an airbender named ang and although his airbending skills are great he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone but i believe ang can save the world Yeah, questions. Okay, if anybody has a question, be sure to start with the word question so it's easier to find. And our first question is by Trevor Spica. Question, what is your favorite non-anime with an overarching story? Demon Titan. <laughs> Anyone? Uh, it's never coming back. back. It's coming back. Like, Samurai Jack came <laughs> back after, like, uh, what? 15 years like we just got to give symbiotic titan 15 years you know we're on there nigga it's never coming back it's coming back <laughs> yeah i don't feel good about that one coming back on. either oh. believe what do you really want it to that's what you gotta ask i don't know maybe Ch- adults will be generous and be like okay gendy you gave us sam- another samurai jack now let's finish symbiotic titan and do korgoth of barbaria Oh, that's the one I want. Yeah. Korgoth is never coming back either. I'm sorry. It was never made. That's the problem. What if that Voltron Netflix show does really well? Yeah, I'm actually would excited they, for that one. 
Yeah, that looks nice. I mean, despite the people who did um, Legend of Korra in that art, it's in that art style. Studio Mur. Yeah. M-I-R. Yeah, back to the question and touching on Avatar, that's got to be my, my easy answer. Last Airbender for the non-anime. Are, are, you sure it's, are you sure it's not Korra, though? I mean, that story was pretty gosh darn great. <laughs> How was Korra? Like, I remember people liking season one and then season two was being awful. And how was the rest overall? Queer bait. Oh, yeah, you hear that a lot about it. I I personally uh, enjoyed it, but it's really different from Last Airbender in terms of like character arcs and stuff. It it focused more on the love triangle bullshit. But for uh, non-anime, since Avatar is kind of sort of anime. Oh, yeah. X-Men Evolution, since I think that actually had like a a dedicated plot line. Like you kind of needed to watch every single episode in order, I believe. Yeah, that had a great um, storyline with the... With that like trio of I forget what the Brotherhood uh, trio guys like turning good. Yeah, that was like so cool. Before I was obsessed with Teen Titans when that came out. Like the year years before was X Men Evolution. I freaking love that show. And I remember I dressed up as um a Nightcrawler for like fifth grade Halloween. It's Ooh. actually like the whole thing is up on Marvel's YouTube channel. Oh yeah, kind of crazy. I don't know if it's still on there. Thinking back to it now, like I remember the one episode the. Uh, Bayville Sirens episode where all the girl X-Men decide to form a vigilante team and they dress in all leather and there's like a a very cheesy music montage (laughs) with some instances of animation is rotoscoped from the craft and also Buffy the Vampire Slayer for some reason. I don't remember that one. Sounds interesting though. Anyone else have any uh, overarching story cartoons? I mean, I like the the 90s X-Men was actually one of the first... I really remember having a big overarching story because they'd have whole season stories after season one kind of does, but season two and they had the whole dark Phoenix saga, which took up a whole season. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was cool, but I think gravity falls is one I, I really liked. We also got to mention um like the Netflix shows, Bojack Horseman and F is for family. Cause you don't very yeah. often see um story arcs in a comedy based uh, cartoons. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bojack's really good at that. On the very second season of Bojack was so good. Mm-hmm. He yeah. fucked up, and they f- they flow well into each other too, which is nice. Bojack fucked it up. <laughs> oh, and also Clone High, since that also did the story arc line, but it wasn't as a. Oh yeah. I mean, you could still watch each episode individually. Well, now it's like the networks encourage that, but that, for a long time they didn't because they're like, well, what if someone just watches episode fifty-seven randomly? They won't know what's going on. And at the time, that was looked at as a strange thing. Like, you'd have to have someone who was taping it or really into it. And um, it's, you know, it wasn't until recently you could really... Because then if you did, the previously on would be 20 minutes long. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Remember those previously on? And then it would be like... Yeah. And they'd have to explain, like, all these things. And then if they brought something up in that, they'd go, oh, shit, they're going to bring this up in the the episode. Previously on Lost. Oh no! Yeah, someone help! I was watching a uh, gem and the holograms, and uh, go watch episode two of Gem. I think it's on Netflix. Like the previously on Gem, I, I kid you not, that thing is like three minutes long of explaining yeah. basically everything that happened. And I'm just me and my friends are just watching it, and we're just like, is the actual episode gonna start? It's just nothing but a recap. Actually, I I was at a party like this is like. 15 years ago and someone had bought the gem DVD box set and me and this girl who I've only seen at this one party and never seen since watched the entire first season 
And then we'd only go to the bathroom during the previously on. And it was like this epic. And all these people were having a party around us. And we're like, we're, we're going to steadfast go through all of Gem. And you realize how much continuity they had in each episode. You're like, damn, they get a lot of shit done in Gem. No wonder <laughs> people got so. But like, I, I don't know. I like that cartoon yeah, a lot. It was like a soap opera, basically. Yeah, that's that's the one. It was like a dynasty, like very soapy, ridiculous soap opera. They should have. That's the thing that that movie did not get. How how fun and stupid Gem was. Yeah. Was that movie any good? It no. Looks, no. <laughs> no, it was it was bad. Oh, man. I know next to nothing about Gem, but it looked you, like a rough a rough couple. Of I mean, the people who, who made that people who made that movie knew next to nothing about Gem. So. I mean, I made a review, like, uh, when it came out. Like, go look it up. It goes over pretty much everything. But I have to say, it is one of the cheapest-looking films ever because for, like, scene transitions, they would just show an show video of Google Earth. Like, you see the <laughs> Google Earth logo at the bottom corner and, like, the copyright Google 2015 on there. Oh, no. It's like they had $10 in their budget. The, no, that, that, that's, that's immersive. That That's, like, world building. Come on, Pan. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it, it relied so much on social media because they would cut to, like, footage of YouTube videos, like, 360p YouTube videos. Like, you have no... It's... Like, they don't have an original score in this movie they just have background music from like random people performing on youtube i'm, I'm kid you not <laughs> unrelated yeah, yeah. footage of youtube videos it's just a Did mess they, i wonder if they paid those people for those videos i hope so they, they should have i mean they should well there's no money in that movie so no, I, don't, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it matters it kind of reminds me how in the deadpool movie there was a montage with a deadpool rap when he was killing all those bad guys if you remember oh yeah yeah, that's actually like a fan. That was actually a fan um, rap video just on YouTube that was made after the video game came out. And I guess they, since the Deadpool movie was so cheap, they were like, hey, can we use this rap? Sure, go ahead. But I'm sure that person got paid. Must have made that guy's day. That's yeah. uh, That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that, that's one of the few times I can think where like uh, they relied on some fan and <laughs> it delivered on the movie. In the grave, but I'm still alive. Try to kill me, I'll just revive. Then I'll put another bullet right between your eyes. I'm dangerous. Any other uh, cartoons with an overarching storyline? Nope, I got nothing. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there's something else, but I'm too lazy to yeah. remember. Yeah. We hit on some of the good ones. So, next question Thor Max. Question How do you feel about Nickelodeon's new harem anime, The Loud House? Anybody, <laughs> anybody see it? <laughs> Oh. I watched nope. the first uh, couple episodes of it. What's the I thought it was I thought it was pretty cute. Like it's kind of I like the style. It's like the schoolhouse rock. Like the shading is like cross hatching. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably not gonna keep watching it, but I thought it was it was had its charm. Yeah, it's enjoyable. As and kind of feels like has a Charlie Brown kind yeah. of Hobbs feel. Like even some of the background noise, they would have that Charlie Brown score to it, or they would just use like those classic uh songs you would always hear in like spongebob or ren stimpy yeah yeah and i really like how it's got that similar thing to the peanuts where the parents are like inexplicably absent and like that's just part of the kind of way it works oh yeah well the parents are here but uh you never see their faces right right yeah which uh i remember people which if you remember um for the new powerpuff girls reboot uh miss bellum is not allowed in the show because apparently her 
something i don't know too sexy or something i guess so that's why they took her out there's an article about that but like there are people in the comments who who believe that they only took her out because they couldn't figure out how to hide her face every single shot (laughs) i want to believe that's that's the real case they're just like we we can't do this it 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 takes too much work just to just to tangent off of that like as a big powerpuff girls fan I find it like so like silly that there's people that are coming out of the woodwork like these huge Miss Bellum fans. It's like mm. you didn't you didn't talk about Miss Bellum when you used to watch it. She was barely there. You don't know what you have until it's gone. <laughs> Suddenly the Bellum fandom just awakens and just they destroys paradise it. and put up nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you made a review on it. You said it was just okay this reboot. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. I mean, it's okay at best. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really confused. Yeah. That's the best way I could put it. I mean, it, it doesn't know what it wants to be. That yeah. Eventually, I'll do that. Uh, part two to the, my big ass analysis video, and eventually, mm-hmm. Neuros will make his. But yeah. So anyone else see the Loud House? No. no. Okay. But yeah, Lucy Loud is the best one, of course. You know who that one? Which is. one is she? The goth one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, look, don't judge me. Okay, it's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Let's see, next question. Hmm. Oh, yeah. A lie. Question Are there any show background characters that are badly hurt or killed that you feel bad for but are never addressed? Like the one slice of pizza Terrence from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends ate? Or those two guards that were stabbed in the back by gnomes in the Gravity Falls season one finale? Two words. <laughs> My leg! <laughs> yeah, like, can you think of any, like, people that were killed in TV shows that they never acknowledged? Mostly background characters? Oh, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna be that guy and talk about Symbionic and Titan again. Yeah. Hey, yo! They okay, fucking so... destroyed a city in the first episode. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a specific scene in the last, very last episode... Where you get this inside shot, inside shot of a building, and um, there's an explosion outside, and you see this lady and these uh, this other guy get thrown from the impact as the window shatters and explodes on them. It's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so do they? Uh, do do one of the robots capture? Uh, no. Catch them. They just cut away. They just they just show the lady like flying back, and then they cut away. Did the did the lady have like a parachute and she pulled the parachute after she no. was falling off the building? She, she's dead, bro. Did she did she <laughs> fall into a lake and landed safely in the water? No. <laughs> no. Shut up, man. <laughs> Look, this is how the TV sensors work. Like, if, remember when you saw the the season one finale of Legend of Korra? Like, there was always like there were like plane battles and dogfights and stuff. And like, whenever a plane would explode, every single pilot had a parachute. Yeah. That's like straight out of G.I. Joe. Like yeah. Every tank yeah. that blows up, each and every single Cobra uh, like little guy will jump out right at the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> like they always had to linger on a shot just to show that, yeah, the, the guy is fine. He parachuted out. He's okay. <laughs> now now that bad guy is on the ground torturing civilians. He's fine. Anytime someone gets turned into something on a show and they like never turn back, even if they're a smaller character... I always go like, man, what's the, that life got to be like? Like you, yeah. you're human and now you're like this animal and you can't speak. And yeah. like you there's can't an do- episode of um, Star vs. the Forces of Universe that had. I can't remember what his name was, but this guy, he was like turned into this giant monster and 
eventually he became like a cool guy, but he was like still like a hideous monster and they never really addressed like that his that's his life now. Same with the teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well he did that what was that in Buffy the Vampire Slayer where early on in the show they changed one of their friends into a gerbil and they were a gerbil for like five seasons and then they turned them back and they were like so happy to be back. But I was like I was like, yeah, that's kinda like anytime I see that on a cartoon and like they just they turn him into a mouse and they just scurry off and you never see that character again, I go, Man, that must be horrifying. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think about that. <laughs> think oh yeah symbiotic titan like this okay the first episode they destroy the like a big chunk of the city like this fire monster creates a humongous crater where all these buildings once stood and in the very next episode they're just riding the bus and the bus just drives over this bridge and this bridge is right over the crater that they caused the the last episode (laughs) they recovered from that really fast like a good thing all those buildings were were abandoned yeah what about like all the grievous injuries that Team Rocket should have suffered from being blasted into space yeah. time and time again? They're fine. <laughs> just don't just don't think about what happened. Don't worry about where they land. Oh yeah, Pillow but, Factory. This question just bring does bring up that uh one thing from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends where um Terrence, the main character's older, meaner brother, he was just like thinking really hard. He wants an imaginary friend, but he's also hungry, and he realizes I need pizza and he creates this talking floating imaginary friend that's also a pizza the moment it gets materialized he just grabs it and just starts eating it whole oh my god (laughs) and you hear it screaming in pain and it's never acknowledged again that's it i need pizza Um, you know, I actually, this is, I don't even know where it's from, but I saw this like anthology type show and this woman wanted to lose weight and she signed up for this thing and it showed up at her house and it basically made all her food like sentient. And so she couldn't, and she was like really hungry. And like when she ate her food, like, like one piece of food, everyone like freaked out that she had murdered this guy. And then she, I think, sewed her mouth shut and died. What the fuck? Like it was like, <laughs> Sounds like an episode like, of Black Mirror or something. Yeah, it was like like from the 80s, but it always like freaked me out. And I was like, oh, my God, that's really scary. But, but I'm really concerned about the imaginary friends in uh, the Foster's world. Because, like, can you just make any food imaginary friend and eat it? Oh, no, 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 wait. No, wait. I remember there was another episode where uh, Mac and Blue get lost in the house and they're so they're hungry. And they meet this one imaginary friend who is a, um, a uh, drumstick, a a leg of a chicken, but but cooked already. But he's walking and talking and stuff. And he explained that he came from a fat camp where kids would create imaginary friends that were also food and they would eat them. Oh. And I'm just thinking, like, this is a fucked up universe now that I look back on it now. Yeah, it's funny how, you know, people will either have to qualify the death by being like, hey, he was okay, he jumped out. Or just sweep it under the rug, like, <laughs> one or the other. I mean, do the imaginary friends in this universe have any civil rights? <laughs> Can people just create them and eat them like our restaurants just funded by eating um, imaginary friends and that's it why is there even starvation in the world if people can just eat imaginary friends unless maybe there's like the vegan or the vegetarian equivalent where they refuse to eat imaginary friends <laughs> <laughs> but i guess maybe the last question unless anyone else have any other things Katmandu 101 question for all what is your favorite incarnation of the batmobile um, mm. either animated series or 
the well i guess i have a three-way tie which is basically me not answering the question but uh the animated series car the michael keaton the 89 batman car and then the adam west 1960s batmobile would be my top three yeah i guess like the animated series just for how slick it is and how it looks in the intro with that uh that shot you see when it's driving towards the camera you know oh yeah that's (laughs) amazing i always got to recommend this but like Always at the movie theater, I see this one arcade game simply called Batman, except you play as Batman in the Batmobile, and you have the option to play as all these generations of Batmobiles, like the 60s Batman, Tim Burton 89, animated series, like even the Schumacher ones, the Tumblr from the... From the Nolan yeah. films, it has almost everything except for the bat, the Batman Beyond one. Oh, but the, that Batman Forever Batmobile is fucking ugly. <laughs> I don't know why they included that. Maybe as a joke. <laughs> People said it looked like a dildo. Wait, the Batman Forever one? No, the um, I think the Forever or Batman and Robin one. Oh yeah, those were not. Ugh. Wait, Bluetooth, you're movies. like a fan of. <laughs> What do we wait? What do we call you, Lootoons? Yeah, Chad Lootoons. Whatever you. Okay, whatever sorry. you fancy. Sorry, I forgot your name for a second. Okay, <laughs> Chad, you're you're like a big fan of Batman uh, Be Beyond, right? Beyond, yeah. Because I remember we actually sort of almost met each other, but not really. Because uh, oh yeah, I was doing my spell by cosplay. Yeah, you were dressed as a bat, a villain from Batman Beyond, and um, we we were both at Comic Con, and I was just taking video. It's in one of the videos, one of my videos somewhere, in one of my Comic Con recap videos, and I just like I'm just scrolling past like the um, escalator, and you're going the opposite way, and <laughs> I remember you posted a comment saying, "Hey, that's me in that costume right there." <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bizarre. Yeah, so Chad is the only podcast member i kind of sort of actually almost met in person sort of oh, wow. yeah. unbeknownst to to neither of us nobody knew are you going to comic-con this year um i've been going to the new york one for the past uh year so i'll be at that one mm-hmm. but not san diego i don't know it's getting harder and harder each year to get into yeah but the cool thing is um like these days, lucky enough, I can go as press. Oh, crap. Like what's sad is I try getting press passes for San Diego Comic-Con and I still have not received any sort of like a reply. So I'm kind of worried like, uh, damn. Well, you can always go to New York and get press. I mean, the demand is a lot less. Yeah. New York Comic-Con is nowhere near as big. But it's still fun. You know, the way it's held is, is really cool and it's a little more intimate and you can actually get it. You can see stuff instead of like being tight packed in a showroom floor i mean i'm just waiting for like i don't know comic-con to just peak and people will eventually lose interest because i noticed after comic-con became a thing like all these other conventions started being made around mm-hmm. the country so i'm thinking like maybe that's what what's gonna cause like people just get tired of it because i think fox 20th century fox has said that they're not gonna be at comic-con this year no a lot of studios aren't huh. they're, they're pulling out other than i think warner i don't know if warner's is gonna spend as much like the only one I heard that's going to do something big is Paramount with their Star Trek movie, but I think Marvel's not going either, right? Hmm. Like, I, I, I'm getting the impression they're they're loosening, uh, they're not going to do as many things just because it's not, uh, they all have fan events now, so they don't want to do it. And also, you can't, you can't stream from Comic-Con your events. Like, you have to right. shoot it, put it up later. And especially, like, if you're going to spend millions of dollars, why don't you have your own shit and stream it on YouTube or Twitch or whatever? Mm-hmm. And 
you know, put ads so there's on it, make yourself some easy money. Yeah, exactly. Or like control it more. It seems like Comic Cons never really addressed the piracy issue, like how Suicide Squad that trailer went up from like someone's cell phone and all that. So mm-hmm. like they need to they need to figure out their shit a little better. But I'm I am kind of I think we're kind of on the descending end with Comic Con. Yeah, you yeah. know. So we'll see. You just know, tired of so many people like. I, I can't we just have like you know just cartoons and comics and that's it I don't want these big ass Hollywood movies attracting normies because uh yeah if you, if you ever watch the Cleveland show episode of Comic-Con it's first off it's incredibly accurate to what Comic-Con's like and also <laughs> it does address that yeah uh Twilight kind of made it mainstream and now everybody wanted to go to Comic-Con after that yeah but yeah back to the question um kind of cheating i guess but as you'd expect i was gonna say the batman beyond jet it's kind of a jet yeah but <laughs> i still like it i mean too bad it's not in the actual yeah. video game i think there's they have some batman beyond like unlockable stuff in like the arkham games i heard oh yeah they do i never played those but and there was that crappy uh nintendo 64 game based on return of the joker <sighs> oh yeah i never played that either that would be fun to play I own the Game Boy version and it was awful. If there's ever a video game on consoles and it was ported to the Game Boy or Game Boy Color, it is the worst thing ever. Like, there's Mortal Kombat on Game Boy and it is utter garbage. Oh, I had that. Killer Instinct on Game Boy. I think maybe Street Fighter, which I don't know how you can play a fighting game on the Game Boy because there's only two buttons instead of six. Yeah. But yeah, is that all for the Batmobiles? I was going to say I really like the Tumblr. I'm sorry. Fucking hipster shit. <laughs> Sorry, I really think it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it looks cool, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't scream Batman to me. No, I know it doesn't. I just think it looks like a cool big truck car thing. Yeah. Tank, whatever. I mean, it'd be cool if it was for, like, some other property, but not Batman. Well, I guess the Zack Snyder thing, Zack Snyder had a Batmobile in his... <laughs> That one's pretty cool, actually. I don't remember what it looked like, but oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it actually it was... looked more like a Batmobile. Yeah, it was pretty Batman-ish. I don't even remember that one. That's so crazy. Like, eh, Nobody remembers that movie. <laughs> no. Yeah, just when you thought you were like done with superheroes. like that, that was the film that was like, no. It made me think, I'm tired of superhero movies. This is it. I yeah, but then know. Civil War came out, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm back. Although I wonder if X-Men will ruin it for everyone, because I heard uh, a bunch of bad news about X-Men. I, yeah, I was reading a bunch of stuff about X-Men this morning. It does not look good for, for them. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, it's kind of funny. We had this weird first six months where it's like Deadpool makes fun of the genre. Batman and Superman puts it to, like, new lows. Well, it's not that horrible, but it, like, definitely, like, people went, Ugh, I don't know if I like this as much. Then Civil War comes out and, like, brings it up to, like, pretty as high as you, well, you know, makes one of the better superhero movies. And then Age of Apocalypse, and then uh, X-Men Apocalypse is going to smack it all down. <laughs> <laughs> it truly was an apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I haven't, we're not, we haven't seen it yet, so maybe it'll be better i don't know yeah i haven't seen the previous x-men movie so i don't know if it'll be confusing to me uh, I, I think it well, actually probably pro- will <laughs> yeah you should probably just see the other one so yeah. i mean have you seen the first x-men movie now it kind of looks like a straight to video film compared to the later movies well you know you know why that was is because they rushed it is he didn't have enough time like 
I was when I watched that, I have gone, this is really cheesy. And I go, yeah, but like they told Brian Singer how much time he had left. He like started freaking out and like didn't sleep for three months or so. It was like insane that he got that movie done. So it's like to me, it's like, you know what? If you consider him doing that in the year 2000, it's pretty impressive, you know, but but it's not a great movie (laughs) at all. So is this the end of the podcast? Yes. All right. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I'm Nolan. Oh. I'm Jim. And and I'm Chad. What do you have next coming up for videos, Chad? I'm actually pretty excited about my next. I'm doing a top ten. I haven't done like a pure top ten in a long time. Mm-hmm. I've got a the top ten non Disney animated songs. Ooh. What what'll be on there? Well, you really have to dig deep because once you start thinking about it, it's kind of like did a lot of those even have? I mean, the main things that that you got is like. Anastasia, Prince yeah. of Egypt. Those I mean, kind of is, is the prayer from uh, Quest for Camelot going to be on there? <laughs> Isn't that song uh, the, more famous than the actual movie? The prayer, the prayer is going to be on there. I love that song. Is, wait, is, is everything is awesome going to be on there? <laughs> that counts. Yeah, yeah that, there's there's a lot of there's some cheeky entries. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil them, but cheeky. Ooh, I mean, some, there's some cheeky entries in there. I mean, uh, every. It seems like every movie in the 90s, every animated film was trying to be a Disney musical. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a thing for a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. some weird ones like Thumbelina and like um, like you mentioned, um, which one did you, uh, Quest for Camelot with like the lead singer of Journey in it. <laughs> it's what? crazy. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, the lead singer of Journey provided the voice of like the male lead uh, for the singing. <laughs> oh, for the singing voice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because sometimes they hire uh, people to act and also a separate person to do the singing voice right, for that same right. character. And most note, I always think back to Sonic Underground, where um, yes, I, th- I knew you were going to say that Sonic's voice <gasps> is voiced by Double D from Ed, Ed and Eddie. And what his singing voice is um, Samuel Vincent. Yeah, it's so awful. Like you want to hear Double D from Ed, Ed and Eddie sing? Uh, watch Sonic Underground because it's basically. Sonic mixed with Phineas and Ferb. There's always a stupid song in every episode. There's something missing. Something's not quite right. And I can feel it calling to me every night. Oh, man. Oh, and also what's sad about Sonic Underground is that, like, it's Sonic and his brothers and sisters who were not in the games or anywhere else and they were just made for this and it's really sad that they got urkel steve urkel to voice sonic and um brother and sister and it's just urkel going hi i'm a girl voice that's me and And i've never heard of this but i'm looking it up right now it looks absurd i'm the brother whoa dude i'm manic i'm extreme yeah this guy's street yeah it's really sad they would get the one guy to voice one character and also their brother and sister like who would do that like yeah so this show the characters sing yeah it's it's a music every episode has a song it's awful I can't believe i've never seen this before sonic underground there's five sonic cartoons well six if you count the the japanese movie it was an ova series meant to introduce a new anime series but sonic's not popular in japan so yeah but it has the worst voice where sonic talks like this and tells he's always out of breath. Oh. Sounds fantastic. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. So is this the end of the podcast for reals? Yes. Yeah, play me out, Emily and Stephanie, who are my brothers and siblings. No, wait, who is my sister and sibling? Yay. 
You can dress me up in diamonds. You can dress me up in dirt. You can throw me like a lineman. I like it better when it hurts. Oh, I have waited here for you. I have, I have waited. You, you make, make me, me wanna, wanna lala in the kitchen. On the floor, I'll be a French, French maid. maid. Where I'll meet you at the door. I'm like an alley, alley cat. cat. Drink, Drink the, the milk, milk up, I want more. You, you make, make me wanna, wanna you make me wanna scream. You can meet me on an aeroplane. Or in the back of the bus. You can throw me like a boomerang. I'll come back and beat you up. Oh, I have waited here for you. Don't keep me waiting.